This is the Kitzer of the first Sicha of Parshas Shemais and Chelek Chofalef. The Rebbe begins with the Pasik Vayihi Kiyoro Hamiyaldois Esolikim Vayas Lehem Batim. The Miyaldois, Yecheved and Miriam, so they were fearful of Hashem and they allowed the children to live, even though Pare told them to kill, God forbid. And the reward was Vayas Lehem Batim. What is this reward? So in the Gemara and Saita it says that Rav and Shmuel argued about this. One of them said, Bate Kuhuna Levia. Another opinion is Batimalchus. And the Gemara there explains that Aaron and Moshe come from, uh, they're Kona Leviat, they come from Yecheved, and David came from Miriam, that's Batimalchus. In the Sifri, it says that Batim, what does Batim mean? And it brings the Arpasik in Malachim where it says, Mikzeyes from Shona, Shabon, Shloime, Eshnei Abatim, Esbeis Hashem, Zukohone, Vesbeis Hamelech, Zuhamalchus. So it brings a proof from this Pasuk where you see that the term Batim is referring to Kohona and Malchus, Zachse Yechavet Kohona and Miriam Malchus. Now Rashi seems to be quoting what it says in the Sifri. As Rashi here says, Bate Kohona Levia O Malchus, Shekruyim Batim. The Pasuk refers to them as Batim, and Rashi quotes the Pasuk of Malachim, Vayiven as Beis Hashem as Beis HaMelech. And then Rashi says, similar to the Lashon that it says in Sifri, Kohona Levia Mi Yechavet, However, Rashi concludes and says, This pshat comes from the Gemara and Saita. So the obvious question over here is, if Rashi is quoting the Sifri, Rashi doesn't bring any argument like the Sifri doesn't, the Gemara does. Rashi quotes the Pasik of Batim, Beis Hashem, Beis HaMelech. And Rashi focuses on Yecheved and Miriam. The Gemara focuses and says, Aaron, Moshe, David. So Rashi is clearly quoting the Sifri. Why does Rashi say, The detail of why Rashi doesn't bring the Machloikis, the way the Gemara brings it, so that's understood, because the Mepharshim say, the Machloikis, whether the reward includes Bate Malchus, is whether Miriam was one of the midwives, or it was actually Yechevet's daughter-in-law, which is Elisheva. If it was Elisheva, then there's no Malucha here that came from them. But Rashi clearly already said that we're talking about Yechevet and Miriam. So therefore Rashi brings that, yeah, indeed, from Yecheved and Miriam, there was Kohona, Levia, and Malchus. But the question remains, why is Rashi quoting the Sifri and telling us, look in the Gemara and Saita? Another thing we have to understand over here is the, 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 the proof that Rashi brings, that Batim means Kohona, Levia, and Malchus from the Pasuk and Malachim. What's the Raya from there? Seemingly, Rashi is trying to say that don't understand the term Batim as houses physically, literally, but Batim could be understood as the families, the families of Kainim and so on. But if so, why is he bringing from that Pasik? Beis Hashem and Beis HaMalach and that Pasik actually means houses. Furthermore, Rashi could have brought so many other Pesukim where we find that the term Bayis, even regarding Kainim, Levim, and Melucha, that the word Bayis means family, like Beis Adam, Baruchus Hashem. Why? Rashi doesn't bring that. And also, there's something interesting here. Rashi quotes the Pasik that it says, Vayiven is Beis Hashem. There is no word Vayiven in the Pasik. So the Rebbe explains as follows. Rashi is not trying to prove that the word Batim means families. There's many places in the Torah that we find that. And in fact, over here, Rashi is not focusing on that at all. What Rashi is saying is that the term Batim, without specifying what Batim we're talking about, can refer to Kona Levia Malchus. And for that, Rashi brings a proof that we find in a Pasik in Malachim that the term Batim, Stam, means Kona Levia Malchus. Because over there, and this is the right Girsa in Rashi, not Vayiven, but Ha Batim, yeah, the way you have to read the Rashi is Ha Batim, as Beis Hashem, as Beis HaMalach. The word Ha Batim in the Pasuk there is extra. 
So HaBatim means Kohona, Levi, and Malchus. So from this we see that the term Batim plainly refers to Kohona, Levi, and Malchus. And therefore here as well, it refers to Kohona, Levi, and Malchus. But we're not focusing on whether this means a house literally, or whether it means a family. It could mean either or both. Now why does Rashi quote Tafke this pshat? This is the pshat of the Schad, Cheved, and Miriam Gat, Kohona, Levi, and Malchus. Seemingly this is a drash which is far from Shutish Mikra. There are other pshatim here. One pshat is that Batim literally means that Hashem built them homes to be protected from Parai. Another pshat is that Hashem helped them establish families, have a beautiful family. And these are schar, which are midah keneged midah, for what they did. They weren't afraid of Parai, and they helped establish Yiddish families. So seemingly, this would be much simpler as a pshat in the Pesach. Why is Rashi bringing this remez of Kohonu Levi and Malchus? And also in the Lashon of Vayasla, which seems to be referring to the past. And here Rashi brings a pshat, which is a schar that only happens later in the future. So the answer to this is, we can see from what Rashi says before this, in the context of the continuation of the Psukim, where it says, and, then Anash, and that Rashi says, What Rashi is saying over here is, that from the continuation of the Psukim, you see that there was a unique goodness, a unique tzachar that Hashem gave to them by the Vayaslam Batim. If this is just simply a protection, that's just a, a prevention of a negative. There's no goodness here. If it's just establishing families, that's nothing unique. All of Klai Yisrael, it says, B'nai Yisrael, paru b'moid moid. Rather, the goodness over here is that they built unique and special houses of Kohona, Levia, and Malchus. And this, Rashi already mentioned before in Pashas Vayichi, this is the yes, es, yes, oz, that uh, Yaakov says that should have been given to Reuven, which is the Bate, Kohona, Levia, Malchus, within Klai Yisrael. These are the most powerful and dignified families. That is the schah, that's a special goodness. However, here Rashi though quotes and says, look in the Gemara and Saita, because Rashi wants to explain how this is uniquely Midah Keneged Midah. Because here as well, you may argue that the Schar, the way the other Bafarshim explained, that it refers to literally building homes or Hashem giving them families, is more related to what they did, Midah Keneged Midah. The saying of Kohon Leviya Malchus is not in any way related to what they actually did. Therefore, Rashi says, no, on the contrary. If you look in the Gemara and Saita, you'll see that Midah Keneged Midah actually means not just in the general sense, but you have to look deeper into the details and the result of the action that happened. Here, Yecheved and Miriam, they didn't just help Yidin establish families. They are the ones that are responsible for bringing into the world all of Klal Yisrael, Atzev Kol They are the ones that all Yitzim Mitzrayim came from them, that they brought them into the world. So they established all of Beis Yisrael, Atzev Kol The schar for that is that within Klal Yisrael, the greatest and most powerful and most dignified segment of Klal Yisrael, which is the Bate Kohona Leviya Malchus, comes from Yecheved and Miriam. That's the real and deepest tzchar, Midah Keneged Midah. That's why Rashi quotes the Gemara in Saita. By contrast, in the Sifri, there, it doesn't uh, talk about the singing of Midah Keneged Midah to this extent. It talks there more in general terms about a person listening and coming close to Hashem. So therefore, there in the Sifri, it actually does not say the term Bate. According to Rashi, the main focus is on the word batim, which is the midah keneged midah for them establishing the whole bias of Klal Yisrael as a result of the actions that they did. Another detail that Rashi is clarifying with saying that we should look in the Gemara and Saita, there's a medrash that tells us yet another schar that Yechev and Miriam got. And that is the fact that because the Yaru Elikim, they, they exhibited the Yiris Hashem and what they did, so therefore the result is the Schar of children, Moshe and Betzalel, which brought the Torah into the world, 
Aaron built a Aaron for the Torah. No, sorry, Betzal, that is built a Aaron for the Torah. And this is Ischar for Yira, because the whole union of Torah is the Yira Hashem. And this is a very, very great Ischar to have a son that brings the Torah into the world. And according to this Pshat, when it says, Vayas Lehem Batim, it's actually connected to what it says in the beginning of this Pasik, where it says, Vayihi Ki Yoru Amiyaldus Esolikim. And you don't have to connect it to what it says in the previous Pasik, Vayetev Lekim Lamiyaldus. And that uh, that's about Vatachayana say a lot of them. So why is Rashi connecting Ayaslam bottom to what it says earlier, not like the Pshara the Madrish? The answer is because when it comes to Midda Kenegad Midda, when you look in the Gemara and Saita, you see that the Midda Kenegad Midda relates to the mice of a pile, the action. Not so much the machshave, the intentions or the feelings. And therefore, over here as well, the Yiris Hashem that was the motive or the or the what brought about what they did is not the main Schar that they got. The middle connected mid is regarding the action. Uh, yeah, true. There's a great schar over here that he had. A, that, that they had, she had a great son like Moshe Rabbeinu, but that was not a bias that she got because of this. The, the, this Moshe Rabbeinu that brought Tait into the world. So then this went over later to Yeshua. Wasn't something that you could say that there was a whole bias built out of this. What's the real schar for building? But Sorry, for building the base Israel. The entire Klal Yisrael, by giving birth to the babies, that's the Batek Kohono Leviyah, Malchus, that within Klal Yisrael, they are the ones that brought to the most powerful and greatest and most dignified segment of Klal Yisrael, the Kohono Leviyah Malchus. That's the real Scham Midah Midah, relating to the action that they did, not relating to the, uh, the motive, the Yiddish Hashem. Here we could see how the three Schars that we're speaking about here, the way it's brought in, the Gemara, Rashi, the way it's brought in the Medrash, the way it's brought in Sifri, it's all precise because each one of these are focusing on the Schar that is appropriate for this section in Taita and this, this uh, approach of Taita. In the Medrash, it focuses primarily on the deeper aspect of Taita related to the heart of Yid and the Yiris Hashem of Yid. Therefore, the Medrash focuses on the Schar of Yiris Hashem that they had. The Sifri focuses more on Maisa, but Maisa in the general sense, that they brought families into the world, and therefore they had great children, Kohona, Leviya, Malchus. Rashi, however, focuses on the Batim, looking more specifically in the actions of what they did and the result of the action that this brought the whole base Yisrael into the world, the end of all times. And therefore, we, the Sechar we focus on is the Batim, that they have within Klal Yisrael, Bote, Kohona, Levia, and Malchus, the greatest segment of Klal Yisrael. This includes even Begashmias, Batim, and the families of Klal Yisrael that they brought for all future generations. Now, from this we could learn out another great thing that Rashi shows us here. You look over here at this Schar. It's not only the point that Rashi chooses this Schar of Bote, Kohona, Levia, and Malchus, because this is the real Midah, Kenegad, Midah, but it's much more than that. This is actually the greatest Schar. And the greatest nachas for Yiddish mama. Because what is the greatest nachas for Yiddish mama? Not the fact that she can take pride in a, such a great son that she has, which may be a Lamdin, a Boki, and a Kharif, even a Moshe Rabbeinu that brings Torah to Klal Yisrael. That's not the greatest schar. The greatest schar is the building of Klal Yisrael. And that you were the one that was Zaycha, that when you see the building of Klal Yisrael, the greatest part of Klal Yisrael and all different aspects of Klal Yisrael were brought into the world by you. 
That's the greatest char of a Yiddish and the greatest nachas. And these three details of Kohon, Levi, and Malchus refer to the different aspects of building Klal Yisrael. To build Klal Yisrael, you need a Kayanim, which separate from the world to serve Hashem and the Beis Mikdash. That refers to giving Yidin that Kayach to separate from the world and connect to Hashem. A Levi is not on the level of a Kayan. A Levi goes further out. A Levi can go into Chutzlaretz. A Levi can even go into a Beis Akvaris to become Tomei. Unlike a Kayan, a Levi is able to draw people that are further out to come into the, be close, to be a Nachlas Hashem, Lo'ilam, Lo'ilam, Lo'ilam. But then there's even more than this. There's Malchus. Malchus brings down the Ebesh even to a lower place, into the lowest aspects of the world. Bringing the Ebesh down and building Klal Yisrael in every place in the world. This is the real Nachas of a Yiddish Mame to bring the Batek Konolavia Malchus of Klal Yisrael into the world. And it's through this that we will go out from this last Golis, just like it was by Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, where all Tzivas Hashem went out of Golis together with Meshach Rabbeinu, the Melech, Aaron Akain, and Shevet Levi, and we will go out, Yitzim Biyad Ramah.